Welcome to the Music 3.0 Podcast by Plus Music. I'm Brian Karsig, and today we have a special guest, Sound Nation CEO Adam Hessler, who's revolutionizing the way we collaborate, create, and network in the world of Music 3.0. Sound Nation is a leading company in the webification of at-home music production, offering a unique web-based software that enables multiple creators to work together in real time from any location worldwide. This reimagines the process of editing, producing, and recording music. In this interview, Adam will discuss how Sound Nation is bringing digital audio workstations to the internet and what alternatives this offers to the industry staples like Logic, Pro Tools, and Ableton. We will explore the potential changes that we can expect to see in music production as it continues to evolve. Join us for an insightful conversation on Music 3.0 for Plus Music. Adam Hassler, welcome to the show. Excited to talk about you. It looks like we got a lot to talk about, starting with Soundation. Um, done a little research ourselves on the Beatmaker and the educational uh, software tools you got coming out. But um, I think it's best to start off on welcome to the show. Why don't you give us a little uh, overview of Soundation and what you've been up to and what we can expect when we go there? Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, for having me. Uh, so Soundation, it's actually in an effort to uh, reduce friction uh, when creating music. Uh, you know, if you if you look at what Google Docs did to to Microsoft and what now Figma and Canva is doing to Photoshop, although they're tagging along, uh, I think what we want to do is try to make the the workflow when you create music much smoother. Uh, most uh, most professional music today often have several producers uh, and how they uh, they work together, how they collaborate is that, you know, they bounce the stems and then sip it and send it to Dropbox and then they, um, they'll download it and it doesn't work because they don't have the same, uh, the same plugins or, you know, it's always messy, um, which it doesn't have to be. Uh, so we have a lot of our users, they actually have their desktop on the side, uh, and then they uh, join in a session and they can drag in their samples and they can test out um, uh, and get the creative juices flowing, sort of. Uh, so I think our mission is sort of trying to make it uh, friction-free. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, I think now the we work quite closely with Google and their uh, WebAssembly team. So WebAssembly is used to get your C++ app or your Rust app into the browser, working in the um, uh, in the browser. We're one of the first companies to test out WebAssembly threads. So in a normal um, laptop and a web app, you can only use one core in your CPU. But with WebAssembly threads, you can use up to six cores. So you get a lot more uh, performance. Um, so I would say that we're, we're the most advanced web DAW in the world. Uh, mm -hmm. If we were to sum up what your product is, it's collaborative music uh, like tools, right? So like basically, you can have a bunch of musicians creating music putting it into your online DAW and have what, like if you're a musician and if you're, if you're listening to this and you don't know what a DAW is, a DAW is like they have programs like logic or garage band or pro tools that, that um, professional musicians use 
to assemble songs and and to make songs basically and that's the editing software of today versus tape in the background and the in the past and sometimes people do use tape still but what you guys did was put it onto the cloud and allow people from anywhere in the world to be able to make a bass track somebody else makes a drum track somebody else sings on that and this is collaborative music creation that's what what foundation ultimately is yeah although i don't think everyone is doing it at the same time uh yeah no we we do have we do see sessions we saw one russian youtuber who had more than 100 users in the same project at the same time which was crazy it's incredible uh, <laughs> and uh, you know it was fun uh i think most is done uh, uh that you know i work on it a little bit and then i pass it on to someone else synchronous uh yeah but uh, but having that that um that option like okay but let's jump on the project right now and let's discuss it in in uh, real time and we can make adjustments to it and so on uh so yeah it's we're sort of doing figma but for uh, but for music i would say mm-hmm. why today does this work versus you know 5 years ago when the internet speeds were still pretty fast um why wasn't it available then and why is it available now you mentioned probably one piece of the puzzle which is which is the google platform that you guys are using to create this um yeah so the browsers have become better and better so technically it wasn't really uh wasn't really there yet um, um a few years ago uh and then i think also uh the the uh, you don't get all the plugins the plugins aren't webified uh the most plugin companies are small companies they invest their time to build one mac version one pc version uh they don't want to spend the time to build a third version uh and that's because the market isn't big enough yet uh, yeah. but it's a bit of a hen and the egg uh situation mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I think plugins is our biggest challenge. Uh, but we started working with recent studios. They used to be named um, uh, Propellerheads before. Maybe you know them. Yeah, I've heard uh, of Propellerheads, yep. So they have, I think, 70, 80 awesome plugins. Um, mm-hmm. So we uh, we ported one of their plugins, which is a wavetable synthesizer called Europa, uh, pretty similar to, to Serum, I would say. Uh, and uh, that works really well. Uh, and that's quite a heavy plugin. Um, mm-hmm. So that was the first one. Uh, now we're talking to a few plugin companies. And the thing about plugin companies, I think the sort of the biggest growth opportunity for them would be to make presets shareable. You move moving one preset from one computer to another, that's a big hassle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's for for some plugin companies, you out you actually have to have the same folder structure on both uh, to make it work, and uh, so on. So it's a so imagine imagine that you made a really nice preset, uh, and then you can share that with your friends via link, just a share mm-hmm. link. And your friend doesn't even have to have bought the plugin. He can just click it, open it, play around with it, and say, mm-hmm. hey, I, I got to have this plugin. Let's buy it now. 
What we focused a lot on last year is something we call uh, we call zero friction access. Uh, so we work in themes, uh, and this theme was to enable anyone to get into a template, into a project without even having to create an an, um, uh, an account. So they can you can just click a link, uh, any template on on uh, on our site. You can start play around with it, and then when you want to save it or share it or export it, then you have to create an an, um, an account. So, how did you get to like? If we just nerd out together and be like, that's product. Like, you're looking for product market fit, right? And and you guys are usually reducing friction, like you've done there, is the best way to go. So, did you find that? Um, that you were getting a lot of drop-offs at sign-up or were you, how did you guys get to that moment? You know, of course, we're looking, uh, we're looking for growth. Uh, uh, and uh, we, we were inspired by Canva, uh, which is an excellent um, uh, design tool. Uh, and we were like, okay, how can we get more users in? Uh, mm-hmm. How okay. and more, and more signups. Uh, then, you know, one, one sort of, uh, it's great that we have like 50, 50,000 signups a month. Uh, but a lot of them, since they search for make music online for free, a lot of them will never become passionate music, uh, producers. So we see a big drop off. So it's a, it's a huge funnel, uh, and it's not that many that become paying customers. Mm-hmm. But still, if we increase the top of the funnel, we will get more of the paying customers in the end. Um, so we, we we used to have zero friction access focus. Now it's zero friction share. Um, so one cool thing that we just built is embed. So you can actually embed our studio to any website. So on any website can get a custom web DAW uh, that fits their need. And since it's a web DAW, we can also customize it like saying, okay, you won't be able to export these sounds. So so we're talking to um, companies working selling samples. Uh, currently, when you go to a company selling samples, they have a play button. You can listen to a demo version of a, of a, mm-hmm. of a song that they made with that sample pack. But now we will enable them, the, the customer, to actually open it up in a web DAW. They can play around with the samples. They can drag in their own vocals if they want to, to see, does this fit? They can stretch the samples. They can do... Do whatever they um uh, they want before they make the purchase. Um, Smart. Hey Adam, really cool. Um, where did you come to this? How, like, just from not yeah. to get your whole journey, but like, what to build a product? You have to be pretty passionate about. It. There's a lot of, you know, you got to stick it out, right? Like, why why is it for you that this is important? Like, why does online production? What's the future of online production in your mind? Um, and why are you pushing so hard to build a company around it? 
No, I, my my history. Of course, I wanted to be a rock star when I was a, when I was a teenager. Everyone wanted to be one. Uh, I wasn't that good, so I understood I had to go to like business school and study um, computer science and and I built um, a few companies. Uh, and then this came in my lap, sort of. This is a company that used to record samples and sell sample packs, and they were quite quite good at it. But they didn't really figure out the um, the right business model. They didn't do splice. Uh, yeah. And then the uh, family that was funding the um, um, the company came to a point where they say, "Okay, either you come up with a plan on how to make this into a profitable business, or we have to find another way." And it ended up with the family actually buying out the founders, and they had a company without a team. Uh, and then they came and asked me, "Hey." You love music uh, and you like to build companies. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't this this fit you? Sure, yeah. This is your forte. Yeah, and I, you know, I can't imagine a more fun job. Actually, uh, I think so. This was is... Beatmaker kind of the original product, the sample beats? No, we we launched Beatmaker in October. Okay, uh, so it's the relative so... new one. I just all yeah. the, all your sample iteration that you were talking about in Inception. I thought maybe that was it. No, no. Uh, before it was just normal, you know, like DAW. You can uh, you can use uh, our stock plugins, uh, mm-hmm. and then you can work with uh, with with samples. Uh, but also being a web app, you know, we do about we get ten thousand survey um, responses each month from mm-hmm. our users, where we often ask them what do you want us to to um, to build. And Beatmaker has been in the uh, in uh, in 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 the top. What we're building right now is uh, we're building a sampler. Uh, so the first real advanced sampler on uh, online, which uh, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I think that will be really cool. So our users can create their own virtual instruments. Uh, and they can share it with just a with just a, a a share link. As far as like the future of, of online production, like why why is that? Like I, I could probably run to a couple pretty low hanging fruit reasons why it would be a step up of what exists now. But like, how do you see? You've been you're so in the weeds weeds, and you see every angle from your point of view. What's the future here? Like. Where does this go, and and how are you guys a part of that story? No, but I I think uh, most people believe in this business that the dog will be webified at some point. Uh, I think also uh, the big desktop dogs. I've talked to and uh, uh, to most of them, and they they think that too. Uh, so and. By making it webified, you can integrate with all these other services that are out there. There's a lot of adjacent services that are webified, you know, buying samples or distribution. or um, So I think uh, there will be a few companies who's going to be in whole ecosystem with all these services uh, that, an, uh, that a music uh, creator needs. Um, and I think we are one piece of that puzzle. Um, why? Why is? Why hasn't um, Logic or Pro Tools gone web-based in the past, or in the? Why aren't they not there? 
No, but I, I think the tech hasn't really been there uh, before. And also their current customers aren't asking for it. Uh, I think most, uh, when you talk to someone and ask them, you know, do you think your workflow is smooth? Uh, they think it's good. Uh, but if you actually write down all the steps that they need to take, uh, then they're like, oh shit, was it, uh, <laughs> is it that many steps? Uh, so you grow custom to what you have. You don't, uh, you don't ask for it. So I, I think they're all looking at it. Uh, but uh, also I think the current customers are probably asking for advanced features, uh, new features to the current DAW uh, instead. That's, that's, uh, that's my guess. Uh, you know, they, 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 they do an upgrade of their DAW like one once every 12 18 months uh and then they have a lot of um ideas of how they can improve their 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 current product and building you know building a web DAW is quite different from building a desktop DAW you have to when you build the sound engine you have to optimize it to work great on the web so they would need to start from scratch more or less uh, and build a totally brand new product uh, so yeah, I, I think they're, they, they're also sort of waiting, when should we, uh, and some of them probably have, have, uh, already started on it, I would guess. Yeah. Um, in a, supporting their, the, the ecosystem of, of, um, plugins and stuff probably is another consideration, right? But, um, interesting. So how do you think that this is, I, I noticed that you guys have an education platform, there's a couple component pieces. How did you guys get to the education piece? And um, yeah, and, uh, can you tell us about that? We actually launched that last Friday, uh, oh, so it's uh, it's congrats. brand new. But yeah, the 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 education market. We always knew that it was a really good product market fit, um, but you can sort of charge. Uh, normally for a school product, you can charge like $5 a year per student. That's the normal pricing. We have a different model where we charge per teacher and the students get it for, for, um, uh, for free. But the education market is much, much smaller. Uh, so we, uh, we've, we've always known that it was a good product market fit, but we've sort of focused on the bigger market. Uh, so that's why, um, yeah, we haven't done it early. It, earlier. it makes sense to me, Adam, only because, you know, I'm really into, you know, our company, we're so into music 3.0, where music's going, the next generation of accessibility with music. Um, I mean, I come from a time when, you know, you're on a record label, you got to go to LA, you got to go to New York, you got to fly out to London just to record an album. I think of how much money we could have saved with a product like this. And in my mind, you know, I, I think right now it's niche, you know, you're looking for the type of people who really are collaborating. But again, I think that in this next generation of music and how the creation process is working, I think more and more people, I think collaboration is going to be more of a universal mentality to artists and producers more than just I'm the singer, I'm the songwriter. I will get my band to back me on my ideas. 
I think music and songwriting are, is getting great. It's getting better and better. I mean, sure, it's it's subjective, but it's a time now when quick iteration needs to be done. You need a single. You need to get it on social media. You need an audience. It's going to be a heck of a lot easier to do that with a tool like Soundation. Um, in my mind, I do. I think of like Google Sheets. You know, me and a friend yeah. working on a working on a spreadsheet together in real time. I think of a friend you of mine. Laying, you guys do yeah, that. Like, hey, buddy, you know what would be fun? <laughs> Let's work on a spreadsheet together. <laughs> I'm at a place in my life where my life is work and my friends are who I work with. So yes, my buddies and I are just working on <laughs> spreadsheets. But this makes sense. It really ties into the future of where music creation is going, without a doubt. Um, I'd like to hear a little bit more on your uh, the, the education, where it's going. Well, the, you know, the I, you were starting to touch on it, but do you see schools? They do you see this being a class in schools going forward? Yeah, you you have uh, music and ed, 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 uh, education in in uh, in most schools. Uh, and I actually got an not email. In America, not in the U.S. anymore, unfortunately. No. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've yeah, done but... a lot. They've done a lot of defunding of that from like okay. instruments and stuff. So. It's not uh, a bad thing to look at the U.S. market for it because we are definitely under under uh, powered there, oh, at least yeah. lately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, U.S. is is our biggest market, and uh, although we just launched it, but we uh, I think most of the schools are from U.S. who have signed up for uh, for early access. Nice. Uh, but I also got an email from a teacher within physics. It's like, yeah, we're going to use your tool for our physics class. Uh, and they were, I don't know really how, but they were going to go out and record uh, sounds in like nature and then make it into their own instruments. And uh, so it's really cool. Uh, Crazy. The physics ideas. of music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was. So yeah, uh, but it's it's more or less the same the same product. The difference is uh, in the education product, you have to comply with COPPA and FERPA and all of these, um, so the students can't get in contact with other uh, other users. So it's mm. more of an admin part and. Uh, mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about, I'm sure you have, and it sounds like you guys have a, like a sample library already started to build out. Um, yeah. Does, does an integration like Spl with Splice or a company like that make any sense to you guys? Yeah. So the, uh, the company uh, actually started with recording samples. So uh, we have a sample library of 25,000 samples or something like that. Nice. Uh, and we uh, we did a partnership with Splice and tested them um, yeah, it out. We are in discussions with others, especially around our um, uh, embed idea, uh, because then you know they could get uh, a tool to sell more sample packs on their site. Um, but we could also sell their sample packs towards our uh, our users. Uh, so we're in negotiations around uh, such deals. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, you could sell sample packs, you could sell presets, you could sell distribution, you could sell 
like Dropbox for audio, uh, like sharing tools. Uh, there's so many ideas. We have a long list of stuff that we that we would like to build, uh, but we're a super small team. We're just going to stay in the in the nerdy music world of of like yeah. fidelity and things like that. But do you guys, when I export, like, so if I'm putting my audio in, is it is it do I need a do I need an interface? Like if I have an ex- XLR, some some uh, some kind of cable. Is there an interface that I need to be able to input into your DAW? What What do you mean? You need an like like how do you record into Soundation? Do you need you know, for example, Pro Tools LE kind of came with the rack system. Oh yeah, so like how do you audio, yeah. how do you get an how do you need to get how do you get inputs? Uh, you could use that. You could also use your mic on your laptop if you uh, if you want to. Uh, uh, and you don't need a MIDI um, uh, con- con- uh, uh, controller if if you don't have one. You can just use your keyboard on your uh, on your laptop. But you could hook up any interface uh, to record if you want to. Yeah, uh, that's what I was asking. So you have like a. I need to play around with it. I'm asking you basic user questions, but. Like for the musicians out there are, hey, this is an online DAW, but like first thing that comes to me would be like, how do I get inputs, right? How many inputs can I have at one time? Like, could I could I record eight, eight, eight inputs for a drum kit? Like yeah. playing live? You know? no, but but the, also one of the challenges we have is latency when recording audio uh, because the browser is a bit of a black box we can't know for sure what the latency will be. Uh, Google is working on that, uh, but we're not there yet. So our focus now is more on sample-based music um, uh, pro, uh, production. So well, our more mm-hmm. so our our more advanced users they they work with Ableton on the side or Logic or whatever they they have, uh, and that's when they record stuff, especially recording audio. Uh, then you can use, uh, you know, our uh, beatmaker or uh, Europa from from uh, recent studios because the MIDI latency isn't um, really an an uh, an issue. But recording audio, uh, then the latency becomes an issue. Let's let's uh, let's take another angle here. Um, mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of changes in in the um, so I guess it's like. The world, right? Like technical changes, ChatGPT. Where do you see generative audio um, coming into your world, or have you seen any products out there that are doing generative audio well? Where do you see that generative audio is going to be a part of the music stack going forward? Musician stack. Yeah, it's, you know, Chat GPT is crazy, uh, and OpenAI also have Jukebox, which is for uh, for audio, uh, and you can do some really cool stuff there. Uh, so I definitely think that will become um, a part of it, especially if you want to make music for your YouTube video or sort of soundtrack or stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I think then it it could be uh, a perfect fit. I think for more professional artists, it's not just, you just you just don't sell a song. 
there's so much more connected to it. Uh, there's an artist and uh, there's a producer who's famous or, you know, so, uh, but I, what we think, uh, we also look at AI. Uh, I think it would be really interesting to sort of get in, in, in inspiration for your song. If you have something already and you want to sort of, okay, I would like, like to an find- AI producer. I love that. Yeah. So, God, this is great. I've got a verse. What would a great chord change be? Suggest idea for going into a chorus. Yeah, and then sort of shuffle. You can just mm-hmm. uh, click through 10, 15 different versions. Okay, this sounds great. And then I then I can sort of um design it and add effects and uh, do whatever you want. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that will be great uh, a great asset for producers. Uh, I think that sort of generative music just creating for your YouTube video will probably uh, work really well. Uh, but uh, I don't think it will replace artists. Uh, it seems like here's what it seems like I, I, I think I, I agree with you, Adam. I, here's why I think for a long time at least, it'll still need some form of human. So we've all, I've, I've tried to find good generative AI audio, right? One, one thing is there's a big, uh, I think there's a looming legal battle that's going to come around the bend for anything generative AI. Right. And so, um, will will remains to be seen how that's going to pan out for us but i think and for the for the listeners who, who who don't know what i mean by that it's like to train a model you have to train it on something and usually that something is written by other musicians and those are all rights holders and the music industry is pretty um litigious and very particular about their about their assets as they should be um so ultimately you can't just like train a computer to come up with the concept the idea of music and then take it anywhere so we want it to match what music really is in my opinion it's music is human emotion and sound right like it's the conveying of that through sound so it seems like there needs to be the human curation or like the last miling of of anything generative audio with a with a human being to make it sound like re- real like something that we would want to listen to and i think that there's going to be some middle layers that'll be like the cool killer apps that'll be built on the core uh you know jukebox or whatever like this open ai's like code is going to take it so far but no one's going to individual companies are going to be the ones that are going to build the things that people will want to use cuz they'll take a unique angle and use all that tech. So I agree with you. Long story short, but I just wanted to give that to the But it's interesting that you say that because it's happening now. I can hear bands today that obviously listen to Led Zeppelin, The Beatles, and just kind of same way I get ideas. I hear a song that blows me away and go, "Hmm, love how they went to an A minor before they threw it into a major chord chorus. I'm doing exactly that. Like I'm basically a human AI when it goes to composer. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to say all these ideas are just my genius, but 
I'm inspired and lift ideas from other things. I make them different enough, but that's kind of the concept of a generator of AI going forward as well. Kind of, yeah. But like, and Adam, feel free to jump in here, but like the, it feels like to me that the, that that it's just going to come up with a bunch more tools. It'll be a tool to kind of, maybe it'll take songwriting 80% of the way, right? You put in like some presets, hey, I want it to be rock drums, 1970 Gretsch kit sound with like, you know, like an Epiphone, blah, blah, blah. Like this is mm-hmm. all the sounds and describing it and it'll like churn it out for you and then maybe it throws it into into foundation and and you like kind of take it the last mile right yeah but it, it, also uh, you could also create the billion songs and publish them and uh, just to sort of stake all of these different chords and all of these uh, you know so i think the the lawyers will have to look at that. Yeah, that's how... really interesting. That's really mm-hmm. interesting because you could say, you could train a model and be like, give me every single possibility of a yeah. court structure so that like when, you know, because you see this happen all the time in, in popular music minus AI, where it's like, no. Yeah, it's the same was... four chords. Yeah, yeah same <laughs> four chords. Hey, that's actually, you know, that Sam Smith song. It's mm-hmm. actually the same chorus as a, you know that kind of Tom thing. Betty. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, you could see like an AI publish all these tracks. That's an interesting idea, Adam. That you could like basically take every single possibility out there, publish the rights to it, and then be like, no, but that's for my song. Yeah. <laughs> then just sue <laughs> sue everyone who. Made, I feel who like someone's actually trying to do that right now. Well, you know, it's like the the joke of human beings, like. Eventually, we're all going to be the cat. I'll be khaki color, right? Like we'll mix together enough <laughs> yeah, that yeah. like it'll be all that. I think at the end of the day, I don't know. I've been thinking about the that that like that looming problem that's going to happen with AI. I was just like, how are they going to deal with this legally? Because all the old law, all the case law, all that's been a that came up at like human speed, right? Mm-hmm not yeah. the speed of a computer where well, there's like boomy right i met one of those guys and he's like yeah i think we're the most we have the most songs ever published of anybody like human beings because they every boomy track is technically written by the two founders of that company right mm-hmm. okay so, so but know. is is uh is that ai built like boomy okay yeah so they're actually doing that. <laughs> they're pumping Strained out songs. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if that's their intention is to like corner the legal market side of it, yeah. but like, you know, okay. it is it is what it is. But yeah. So how how are you how are, are you looked at any of these things for you guys? Is it just like not on, on your roadmap? No, we we uh, we've looked at it and we would like to use AI more as something to help a creator um, to take, you know, go faster from idea to something finished. Uh, so again, sort of being a sketch pad, uh, then I think AI can be really good. Uh, if you want to, you know, I want to find a, a kick that sounds like this or, you know, um, so 
we're not really looking sort of to replace the creation. Um, we're more looking to say, how can AI help our users to create better better music or better sounding music? Um, it'd, be, it'd be really cool to be, because here's the thing that I've always, you know, you're like, you're sitting with a drummer, you're like, you know what? Can you just give me a little bit less hi-hat, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, just... Story of my life. Yeah, like, <laughs> if you could, if you had a drum beat already made, and you're like, cool, it's done, fine, you run Beat Detective, you're done, and then you're like, okay, fine, I'm going to run this through an AI, I'm going to come up with a bunch of different variations of this, of this kit sound, and it does its thing, and it's like, okay, cool, let me put a little swing on it, it's like... And then it just does that, or you could type in and let me give a little more Bono here. Let me get a little more Bono, yeah, jump yeah, Bonham yeah. style, you know, like give me that. And it just like gives it back. It to exists you. It for guitar amps. Like guitar amps have plenty of those. I want a Vox, you know, AC40 or, you know, a, yeah, but I imagine want a Fender basement. That's the sound <laughs> side of it. But what about the performance side of it, right? Like, could you say, so give me a little bit more Jimmy Page here versus yeah, give me a solo in the vein of Jimmy Page. You know what? We're actually cracking, getting closer to something that doesn't have the legal ramifications. And you kind of touched on it earlier, Adam, is uh, an AI producer. You know, listen to all these songs, listen to the arrangements, listen to the tones and how the and the styles. And hey, give me a suggestion to what maybe Jimmy Page would have done on this guitar solo. Uh -huh. But also, <laughs> I, I I I think sort of what what our users is they want to learn and they want to create stuff. Uh, you know, if you want to learn to play um, um, piano you won't buy a self-playing piano um and ai is a bit like a self-playing so so what we want to do is sort of create the tools that our users will because most 80 percent of our users they use us to learn to produce music uh that's sort of what why they um they're uh, using us uh, that's sort of our look on uh, on uh, on ai sort of how can we use ai to create great tools for our users uh so they can create more and better better music do you think that ai generative music will be a do you think it'll <laughs> take over most synchronization uses in the next five years i think it will be for these sort of youtube videos like ads and uh, that kind mm -hmm. of stuff then yeah. yeah yeah do you have you do you think it sounds good do you think it's gonna sound better it doesn't have to sound that good uh, it's, it's a <laughs> case in point. You're right. Yeah, it, you it can doesn't hear it have... on those YouTube things too. I can always yeah. spot the janitor of music now. Uh, you don't need the Rick Rubin for those kind of uh, uh, for for that music. Um, so I think for that area, I, I think it's going to change a lot. Um, mm -hmm. How do you guys? And I know we're trying to wrap, but I just had one last question. Yeah. How? Do you guys touch rights management at all? Like mm -hmm. who owns this stuff when you're when they're done making their composition? And here's the question. If four people are making something, how do you determine the ownership of that track? So we don't touch that. 
Uh, but, <laughs> Smart. <laughs> uh, uh, but what we do is uh, we track what every user does. Uh, you know, we we need to have an an, um, an algorithm uh, so that if you guys are actually twisting the um, uh, the same knob, we don't get a conflict. Uh, so mm. we we uh, we keep track of av- every action that you've done in in our studio. So we could say, like user one, you have done fourteen percent of all the notes. And uh, user B, you have done, you've added 38% of all the audio files. So we have that data. So we could help them out and make a suggestion. Like this is how we that's, think that's you, great. You should split um, uh, the rights. But uh, we don't say this is, uh, you have to split it like this. Uh, it's more of a, yeah. more of a su- suggestion. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, Adam, so one or two guys. That's funny. Adam, it's really, really great talking uh, to really you about cool. this stuff. Really cool. Really interesting. Um, love to hear more about it. You should definitely come back and keep us updated on stuff and get those partnerships together. And you want to announce something? Happy to, happy cool. to tell our peeps around it. Um, yeah, just um, anyone can um, can email me if they you know want to look at something or have some uh, idea. It's Adam at Foundation uh, Pretty cool. simple. So, and, can... so, and uh, Foundation is like Foundation, but with an S. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Yeah, so they can find you at Foundation as well, and that's where the product is and everything yeah. else you guys do. Cool. Super. Great stuff, Adam. Really great to meet you, man. Thanks. Exciting, exciting to see cool products Thanks. like this coming out in the next generation of music here. Really nice to talk to you guys. Likewise. Great to meet you, buddy. We'll see you again next right, time. Take Cheers. Care. Cheers bye. Bye-bye.